Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Um, this is Giselle coming <laughs> at you live. <laughs> because Marty have a business meeting today. Ooh. And so uh, we is here with Cassandra Cardenas. Hello. Good morning. You look very pretty today. Thank you. You have a nice braid in your hair. Thank you. And then Bill is just walk in his standing. What is the word? Insouciantly. <laughs> in the doorway. Oh, he's, he's, he want to see how we do. So far, a bit of a rocky start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we put out to sea without any engine or oars. Yeah. <laughs> but we're floating. We're floating. We have at least a couple of days before we drown. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We're floating on dreams. And dreams and body weight and... and uh, and propelled by our own hot air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is sad news in the gaming world today. Uh, listener uh, Leo Leukanen. Leo, please do forgive me if I have pronounced your name badly. I'm sure you got it. Okay. Uh, listener Leo have emailed to us to make sure we don't miss the news, which is that the CEO and founder yeah, of Nintendo, Satoru Iwata, he have passed away mm. at the age of 55 oh. yesterday. Yeah, really young, huh? I don't know how he passed away. Uh, so I was not paying close attention to the how and why, but he have passed away, and he is responsible for Nintendo and Wii and Nintendo DS and Wii U and 3DS, all kinds of anybody who has ever played a video game have been touched in a deep way by this guy, Satoru. So... I take it you're not one of those people? No, I have played the Wii. <laughs> Believe it or not, my, uh, my mother, she, when, uh, when she was living here, uh, she buy a Wii for fitness. She buy the Wii fitness. Mm. It was really fun. He died of a bile duct tumor. <gasps> oh, a bile duct tumor. Yeah. I, I just don't assumed he ran out of gold coins or something or whatever. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. He got hit by a barrel right. more than three times. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a little too soon. <laughs> okay, now it's good. Okay, now, now we're ready to do it. He got rolled over by a log. It's <laughs> <laughs> not funny. That's really young, though. Yeah, 55 is young. You know how old I am, don't you? <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. I'm going to tell you right now. The barrel's now. coming. Uh -oh. <laughs> the barrel. I'm staring at the underside of a big barrel. I'm going to be uh, 49, hmm. 49 in, uh, later this month. I wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't have either. Yeah, so 49. So that means I have six years to go. Six years to go before the um, big barrel in the sky. If you were living under the pressures of being the CEO of a <laughs> right. major international company. It could still happen for me. I don't see you dying of a bile, anything involving bile. No. <laughs> Unless it's just this insane buildup 
from all this forced positivity. Oh um, gosh, it's <laughs> you know, force is such a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your positivity is forced. I it's didn't, compartmentalized. Uh, yeah. but nice adjustment. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think a lot about this issue, um, and especially what you were saying to me uh, last week about my anger and rage. <laughs> but we get into that a little bit later. So do you think this guy, um, or oh, some lady was telling me that her um, workout coach was saying... That people who have workout ki- coach, yeah, she have a mm-hmm. workout coach. That's not is a that trainer. A per- yeah, per- trainer. That's the word. Oh, okay, <laughs> is that? That's what I was thinking of. Good. I thought they'd speaking of compartmentalizing. I thought they had some new position out there. Mm-hmm. There's a personal your, trainer, your and then life there's the coach, guy who's your like, personal yeah, go. coach, and then you got your workout coach, <laughs> who encourages you to listen to the trainer, <laughs> so that you can be alert when you meet your life coach. I also have a friend who is a coach for money. She's a money coach. So you could have a How much a does she charge? It's <laughs> <laughs> not very good coaching right there. Unless that's a free service that is not good coaching. <laughs> she have lots of funny terms. For okay, so that'll be $200. Ha! Caught you! <laughs> You're wrong again. You're doing this all wrong. But she's teaching me how to um, evaluate my relationship with money. <laughs> does she have you uh, stack your bills in order in your wallet? all facing the same direction from high denominations to low denominations because if you respect your money your money will respect you that's good no it's not it's really fucking stupid I owe you five (laughs) dollars for that one right does that help people does it help people no it helps the people who think they're helping people by saying these stupid things I've only heard of like blind people doing that like doing funny stuff to their money oh Oh, the people who are doing this are emotionally blind (laughs) yeah (laughs) all of these things are helping me be wonderful and perfect no, you're just oh, a fucking I'm idiot. dead inside. Yeah, you're just desperate for some sort of structure and guidance because you're not comfortable in your own skin. Fucking get over it. Somebody needs a hug. Who is comfortable in their own skin? Me. Right. You lie. No. I'm, pre- I'm pretty comfortable yeah. in my own skin. I wore skin. a very yeah. revealing bathing suit this weekend in front of ladies, no. and I didn't feel bad about it at all. No, I don't mean <laughs> comfortable with your looks. I mean uh, emotionally comfortable with yourself. You always say you're not. I don't. You don't? You interpret what I say as being that, oh, but that's I'm, not okay, the root I'm of what mistaken, I'm saying. And I'm mistaken. I thought that you upset at yourself for being upset. Um, occasionally, but it's something I'm becoming more aware of. I am okay with the fact that I'm sensitive. I'm okay with the fact that I oh. get down a lot. I think oh, there's yeah. reasons for how I feel. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame anyone for them. Okay, yeah. So you I don't want com- to be unhappy, so I try to keep myself in check about it, and at the very least, poke fun at myself for it, if not actually go to work at it. Okay, yeah, I get you. I, I think I'm doing all right. Yeah, I think you're doing very good. So you is comfortable with who you are, and that include your lightness and your darkness. Mm-hmm. What I'm not comfortable with is the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm working on that as well. That's a funny one. That is what, like, what I was talking about last week. If um, if it's in you anyway, what is discomfortable to you right, in right. the world is really it's a what reflection of what's you, out yeah. there. Um, what about you, Cassandra? Is you comfortable in your own skin? I would say so. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I. I don't know. He said everything. I like. No one's ever said that to me before. Yeah, he said everything. Um, <laughs> No, I, I, I can see. I, <laughs> Is that I can just see a really polite flaws. way of saying shut up? 
I can see my flaws and I can and I also am probably more confident than most people I know. So Oh I'm, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. And I don't seek perfection, Giselle. No. Um, I'm I strive every day to be better, but I don't seek perfection. Seeking perfection is respecting your money and <laughs> folding your money in a certain way. Even though it just makes you feel empty. That's when I think I, I'm comfortable in my own skin because I know what makes me feel empty. And you avoid those things? No. You headlong. Yeah. You dive headlong. I take headstrong into- until I start feeling something. <laughs> What make you feel empty? Uh, heroin, probably. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Probably. I don't, yeah. I don't do heroin. Uh, anymore. Anymore. Well, that's <laughs> why you feel so empty. Yeah. That's all I got to miss That's what's it. missing. I know. I miss the heroin. Uh, in other news, who was right in last week about Ashes, the Ashes cricket game? Well, England really smacked down to Australia. Australia pretty much had to concede after four days. They did not even play the fifth day. Our friend of the show, Anthony, who is running tech today, he have a lot to say about it. <laughs> not on air. <laughs> what was you saying he smiled. about them? That's more than most tech people They do. couldn't get yeah. all the overs. Or people or talking about cricket. And they didn't have enough overs to get under. <laughs> <laughs> they were too far <laughs> under to get over. Anyway, the ashes go to England. So congratulations to England on that. Great. That's oh, they win again. Poor Cric- England. Cricket news of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's important in the news. This is what I was thinking about. Um, we, we jump so many to conclusion. And two or three times just this week, it's been shown to me how we, the news get it wrong. And everybody gets so upset and then they go, oh, we got it wrong. And everybody go, oh, but we already have vilified who we're going to vilify. So there was this big blow up on Reddit, the re- website that I like. <laughs> because they fire some one of the moderators that everybody like or seem to like. And so the other moderators get all upset. And anyway, the CEO, Ellen Powell, she ended up stepping down. Oh. And everyone was really mad at her for firing this one moderator. Well, it come out now, the former, the, uh, one of the founders um, is saying that it wasn't even Ellen Powell who, who was fired as moderator. It was uh, the chairman of the board or something. A different guy altogether. She just couldn't stand the heat? Or she got uh, well, get your facts straight, internet. Yeah, right. Get your facts straight, internet. Yeah, before you type a bunch of mean-spirited things without putting your name and face on it, get your facts right. This yeah. was this was also the news reporting it. She still stepped down. They say they say well, we're moving in different directions and had different views of the future of the website, but the timing was really, uh, you know, seemed to be tied to this firing of uh, the moderator and everybody gets wrong then the other thing did you read in the news Tom Selleck is stealing water for his avocado (laughs) trees Mm -hmm. I did not read that yes that sounds like a hilarious headline it was a big news story (laughs) that he'd have big tanker truck driving to the next county over and hooking up to a fire hydrant where does Tom Selleck live in LA or in California oh some place in the Southern California with a lot of sun. I don't know, Orange County, Riverside County, something like this. I mean, 
I don't know exactly. I don't know where. if I'd want to blame him. We're in a drought, but he's but he's it. gotta get avocados. He's earned it. Yeah, he's got Tom tank. Selleck. Let Tom Selleck has have his fucking avocados. <laughs> <laughs> He's still trying to get over not being Indiana Jones because of his Magnum P.I. contract. Oh. Well, here's the thing. He paid for the water. So for like three or four days, everyone was saying, Tom Selleck stealing water, tank a truck full of water. How dare he? He just wants to... How can you steal even a tanker truck of water? He have a tanker truck. He hook it up. Magnum can do anything. Oh, I was like, people are imagining... He probably had TC distract them with the helicopter. (laughs) It's his mustache. And he and Rick hop the fence. Tom Sell is hijacking water. I can't believe you remember all those names. That's all I remember. (laughs) And then a bunch of anonymous women in bikinis were swimming. (laughs) In the stolen water. (laughs) Right. Ladies, let me just rinse my mustache. (laughs) I'll be with you in a little bit. (laughs) Sadly, I can't remember the uh, English guy's name, who was my favorite on the show. Declan? No, but that's a very English name. Actually, that's an Irish name. Oliver? That's more of an English name, but that's not it. Wendell. Oliver Wendell Holmes. Oh, that's probably why that get in my mind. Mm. I don't remember, but it's another. Winston. Ooh, that's much closer. Uh, Willoughby. It's look upable, but this is way more fun. Weldon Porterhouse. Magnum PI. Never seen Magnum PI. I'm probably like twenty-five or something. How old are you? You're like twenty-three. I'm twenty-five. 25. Well, then what the hell do you know? Nothing. So when you're 25, I'm going to be 49. <clears throat> I could be your mother. Are you? I don't, I th- that would explain a lot of things. Oh, my God. <laughs> I missed you so much. Thank God. So many questions are answered. <laughs> Why don't I have the same accent? Oh, you know, these things all get worked out. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'll develop it over time. I try to train it to you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be like Madonna. I can't believe I found you after all these years. Higgins. 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 It was Higgins. That's a good British name. I had to look it up, but that it was Higgins. That is a good British name. Higgins. Oh, that was the skinny guy with a little round head. The English guy. John Hillerman. John Hillerman. Yeah, I remember. Who owned the property and was sort of... That's right. You know, his benefactor. Right. Magnum! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's important not to jump conclusion when you read something on the news because most likely it is wrong. That can happen even just by reading a headline. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people thought that the subway guy, Jared, got caught with child porn. But in fact, the leader of his foundation got caught with the child porn, but they're just looking in Jared's house to make sure. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, he's a pervert. And I'm like, no, no. He was associated with a pervert right. who he came out and said that he was really grossed out by. And I mean, I'm sure his public statement wasn't like, I was grossed out, but like, that's, how <laughs> I'm gonna, that's how I'm paraphrasing it. Uh, hey, you know Subway, did he step down from the spokesman? I don't know. I don't think he's been it for ages. Jared? Although I don't watch TV. No, I think they get athletes now. That's what oh, I they don't do. use Jared anymore? No. He was from the 90s, wasn't he? He's... Yeah, he'll always be current to me. Sure. <laughs> you know, a friend of the show, Anthony, who is sitting here doing our tech silently, he's quietly effective. <laughs> <laughs> he pointed out to me that everything at the subway store arrive in a box. 
What do you, you mean? Their supplies or when, when you order something? No, their supplies. Mm. There's nothing fresh in there except maybe no. the lettuce and the tomatoes. That doesn't look very fresh. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't really eat a lot. Of, I ate a lot of Subway. I went through a point in my life where I ate a lot because I'd just been dumped and it was, um, happened to also be February. So I, it was February? like Subway has these like promotional things where it's like, oh, any foot long is $5. So I was, I got dumped and I was depressed and I couldn't eat. So I would go to Subway every day and just get one foot long sub and then just try to at least get that down a day. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, that was a sad story. That I didn't is mean a sad that. story. No, but uh, how long was you going out with this person? Uh, about two years. And how was the breakup like slow, lot of discussion or just one day blindside? Ew, it was coming. Oh, you know it was coming. Well, it was just a little bit of a shit pot situation. <laughs> I don't think I thought we were going to break up. Oh. But it's okay. I see. What did you go for? Turkey? Ham? I went for... Oh, I don't remember now. It was a while ago. Veggie? Probably turkey. I'll walk a block out of my way just to avoid having to smell a subway store. They ha they have a distinct they smell. Stink. Yeah, they do. They stink. And they've they ruined do. the Bradbury building with that stench. There's in Santa Monica the restaurant Native Foods on Ocean Park Boulevard is really cool uh, vegan restaurant. Actually them I, th I don't I think it's vegan, yeah. They don't sell things like scorpion sandwiches and stuff? What's that? Oh the bugs? That's what I imagine natives eating. <laughs> oh yeah. Depend on where is a native fab. No, all natives. It's scorpions. <laughs> yeah, they love them. That's like one thing that we've learned over history. In, they in love native eating scorpions. Iceland, Iceland. They eat every part of the. They ice, use, they use every part of the scorpion. Ice scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> Little tiny knives. Uh, but right next to this delicious vegan restaurant is a subway, and so mm. you have to walk past and smell it. Ugh. Fucking stinks! It, it, just it, it must stinks. be the bread or something, and the cookies, the bread, and the cookies. Well, because they chemicals in the bread. Yeah, they came out and they said like, "Oh, like there's bread like doesn't smell bad." Flip flop or something. There was like some sort of shoe par product that was also in this bread and Subway for a long time. I don't. I must. Wait, the be, same thing is in the same chemical in the bread is in the flip flops. Uh, yeah, something like that. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and then and I found that out after I was like out of my subway phase and I was like oh fuck like <laughs> I ate so much of that stuff I ate so many flip flops like uh, uh, you're Charlie Chaplin does he eat flip flops oh he have that famous, famous scene, nothing. scene where he eats a shoe oh. she's 25 she's not gonna oh, that's right food. she don't even know who Tony Hillerman is <laughs> John John <laughs> Hillerman I don't apparently I don't know who he is either <laughs> yeah subway ich, ich, ich. How, how long did it take you to get over that breakup Uh, How many well, sandwiches? I, I still cry every night, um, but less? No, <laughs> same amount. No, um, that took me about. A, a, I'm pretty good at getting over breakups. I think I'm pretty. I try to will myself out of shit pretty fast. So I think it took me about a month or month to three months to get completely okay. You know, three months out of a two year relationship. Usually, it's the the math is the other way. Uh, oh, what? Wait, uh, isn't it like was it is it half or double the length of the relationship you're expected to get over it? Um, it's a bullshit number. Yeah, How I mean, are you doing on yours? Bill also have had a breakup in the last year. Mm. Um, I'm surprised how much it still hurts, but what are you going to do? Yeah. 
that's kind of like, yeah, I just kind of had that philosophy in my head of like, well, there's nothing I can do and I don't want to get back together. So I guess I'm just going to have to force myself to be over this because mm. you're in control of your own happiness and you can choose to be upset about something as long as you want. Mm. I think bing, unless bing, I just bing. kind of true words yeah. have just been spoken. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, listener Tom Newman have tweeted in Cassandra after mm-hmm. the show last time. And he uh, say, that Cassandra is so cute. How is she single? How is she single? She's gorgeous. I saw that and I thought that it was my mom. And I was waiting for the next tweet to be like, when are you going to have kids? But, uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I, it just, there's just not enough time. There's just not enough time to seek out companionship. Oh, that's, I guess, the answer. And also, like I said last week, it has a lot to do with my personality. In what ways? What is your personality like? Because um, on here, you're not combative or fussy or, or, or needy. I, and I wouldn't describe myself as that. I think I'm just selfish. Oh, and concerned can, with your own deal, your own life. Yeah, because I lived a lot of time not acting that way. And now I've kind of come full, like I've just really been all about myself and I just feel like I could impact someone negatively because I don't plan on giving that up anytime soon. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. It's the same, yeah, I just, I'm too selfish. I'd make someone upset, I feel like. I would be unfair. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing to know. Yeah, I think so. Good self-assessment. Yeah, yeah. And I think that if I didn't act that way, then I probably wouldn't be very being very true to myself. I'm just not in any way to make compromises right now. That's that the is, answer. You know something? Clarity is the best. So you is very clear on that, and that's that's so honest and clean. Thank you. It's, it smells fresh like soap. You have a very <laughs> soapy disposition. <laughs> Thank you. Sudsy. Very sudsy. Well, you know, people invite me to phone parties because of that. <laughs> have you ever been to no, one? No, I haven't. That sounds like the craziest thing, though. Do you have to have those strobe lights and go, ooh, ooh, and wear, wear a bikini? How could you conduct yourself at a phone party outside of doing those things? Like, I can't imagine there are rules at a phone party. That would, seems like, what's the point of having a party full of foam if there's going to be rules? That's true. No rules? Why ruin it with rules? Okay. The whole point is it everybody, go nuts. There's foam everywhere. Do whatever the fuck up. you want. Listen up. Here are the rules. Yeah, come on. <laughs> shut up. I'm covered in foam. It's fun. Shut up. Before you start dancing in this, just let's go over a few guidelines. <laughs> Number one, no diving in the shallow end. <laughs> Number two, party ends by eight. Boo. <laughs> Number three, uh, can who's going to volunteer for the cleanup crew? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I would not go to that phone party. <laughs> no, gosh. Uh, listener Chris Miller had a good time at uh, Comic Con. I'm trying to. Oh yeah, that was this weekend. Oh yes. I'm trying to tweet out a picture of him. Uh, let me see if I can add a photo because. Um, oh oh. Bruno feels left out of Comic Con. Yeah. He's really misbehaving this morning. Uh, I don't Marty's think I not can here. find it. No, yeah. he misbehaves when Marty's here. Oh, does he? No, he doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he had a good time uh, wandering around with a, with a piñata of Donald Trump. Oh, he got political with his cosplay. Oh. Yeah, and he got to meet Conan, uh, 
O'Brien? Conan O'Brien. the uh, barbarian? The O'Brien. Mm. I had to keep those straight in my mind. Two very different cats. Yeah. And he got his little Conan pop figure sign. He got a signature. So he had a really good time. I think it was... Uh, people seem to have a really good time there. Anthony, friend of the show who is doing our tech, was telling me there was one of the comic book guys, was you saying? was talking about depression? Oh, there was um, some actor from the show Supernatural, was I guess, was very open about battling depression and he was received very warmly. Yes, oh. that. By I the like Comic Con crowd because they strike me as people who get depressed a lot. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. It seems likely. That's really nice. I love that. Uh, talk about something um, real at that place in, in the midst of all the pop culture stuff. That's mm-hmm. really neat. Yeah, and I, don't, I didn't read the article at or, or look at any videos or anything, so I don't know if he had been public about depression in the past and was just being rewarded for that by his fans or if he was talking about it at the convention. But um, I think s- some handsome dude named Jared... <laughs> but not the subway guy. Handsome, handsome Jared was feeling depressed. It's good that he talked about it, though, because it probably is like, you know, a big crowd of people who maybe have felt that way. And yeah, and it's who nice probably, not to feel alone. Not, yeah. not to generalize the Comic-Con crowd, although I have been there a couple of times. But uh, they probably don't have his wealth or his fame or his yeah. looks. Um, so I guess if, if he can get bummed out, they're like, well, then why, why can't I? Sure. I'm broken ugly, and I like comic books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have just tweeted out from, from my Twitter, from Net. I tweeted that out, a picture of him. He looked nice. Have you, you wouldn't have, have you been to Comic-Con? I've never ever? been. I was, uh, we had talked some while ago about going. I was going to go down there. Uh, but then by the time I look it up on the interweb, uh, all the tickets were sold out. Mm-hmm. Jedlin or Jenny Marie were saying, no, you can still go outside and there's lots to do outside. Yeah, there is, there's, increasingly there's uh, ancillary um, Events and, and parties and lectures and presentations that don't require tickets. Yeah. So, but I didn't. I did not go. Uh, also, somebody said uh, he, somebody uh, wrote a post that they were the only ones there without a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's so I funny. think everybody was just running around podcasting each other. Yeah. There's a ton of. I, I put it in quotes. Media coverage. Yeah, uh, but I saw some pictures of the cosplay. It looked great. I saw some pictures too. That's where that was my favorite part to look through was yeah. all the cosplay. Oh, it does look fantastic. Oh yeah, I didn't pay a lot of attention to um, Comic Con. I kind of forgot that it was happening. Um, I was in Colorado over the weekend, but uh, and I spent a lot of time with my sister who did not forget that it was happening. She was. <laughs> Is she a gamer? She she plays video. She reads a lot of comic books mostly. She's a she's a big time nerd. Uh, in a good way, um, but she she kept bringing up different panels that she was missing, and she's like, "I'm dying inside" because oh. she didn't get to go. So well, those panels, I, I don't know. It seems I've, I've been a couple of years, um, and it seems like it should be a lot more fun than it is. The panels that would actually be exciting involve insane waits. It's always hot. Um, the lines are crazy, and everyone's weird. Um, yeah, like I feel like Comic Con for is like an hour panel that that yeah. has like a moment here or there. It's just the, the payoff seems very small. Comic Con seems like nerd Coachella to me. Like Coachella was. A, I've never been to Coachella or Comic Con, so I don't know totally what I'm talking <laughs> so, about. So you're well so qualified it's a to make a completely uninformed 
thing. But like, you know, that was like, oh, I was cool to go like three or four years ago when not everybody was going and it was like this big thing. But like now, you know, like you go and it's just too, it's like too many people. Like I don't, I don't really like big crowds like that. So it's one of the biggest, thickest crowds I've ever yeah, been. Yeah, I just, I, that, uh, ugh, I can't imagine. And it's already sort of a, a um, uh, uh, sensory overload because of all the explosions and the noise and the giant screens and the characters and the costumes and yeah. things that you're interested in or curious about or that are at le- the very least drawing your attention on you know a concrete floor with the air conditioning blasting way too high mm. and then you can't move an inch without bumping into somebody yeah that i did and then that makes me anywhere like you like take a break about- the security guard comes over and is like you can't stand here and you're like all right you cannot even stand still every time i tried to just rest. Somebody come, came over and was like, move it along, gotta move it along. It, it was just fucking exhausting. Oh my goodness. Totally exhausting. The only part that where I found any sort of space, and this is ironic because it was also my favorite part, was the old time artists from the 60s and 70s like Gene Colan and um, oh, what's that other guy's name? The guy with a super fancy name. Anyway. Uh, uh, Barry Windsor what? Smith, I think. Oh. Uh, old time 60s and 70s and some 80s. Uh, artists signing sketchbooks and and just sitting at small little tables with their work and sort of make I'm here and you have to pay me to get my autograph. Um, that was the only part that wasn't crowded and it was also the only part that had anything to do with the comic books that I remember reading as a kid. So mm. that was nice, but it took me until the second day to even find that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Stan Lee does one now in L.A., doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. A bunch of angry nerds out there. You idiot! It's called. Blah, blah, blah. I but I don't. Uh, oh, somebody tweeting what it's is called. What's called. Um, WonderCon. No, not WonderCon. Yeah, Chris Miller said he was an out. He tweeted in. He was an outside guest and had a great time. He highly recommended. I heard that the parties are fun at Comic Con. Yeah, all the weird, crazy after parties for all the different movies. Do they have a phone party? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you get invited to those parties. I actually went to Comic-Con with a project under my belt and still couldn't get invited to anything. Every story I've heard about one of those parties, they crashed it. They Got were it. able to just get it. Oh. I'm not that guy. If I'm not invited, I don't want to fucking be there. I know, because I get so nervous. Oh, me too. I get caught and then just like... I can't even sneak into another movie at the... Oh my. Yeah, maybe letting Bruno out wasn't our best idea. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear that big squeak that was Bruno? He have a, he have a, a squeaky toy that's really loud. Cute doggy. Yeah, I can't handle sneaking in either. I completely panic, yeah. look stiff, start to sweat. I, I can I, sneak into other movies. I, or I used to do that. My mom and I used to do that a lot. Do you go into the bathroom and try to change your appearance? No. <laughs> I just go, okay, I went and saw a two-hour movie. They probably... Well, there's a, there's an AMC in Burbank, and the women's restroom is like just one long like place. So if you en- you can enter in one side of the theater and then like exit the women's <gasps> restroom on the other side of the theater. That's genius. So it's kind of like you just do a lap through the bathroom, and then, you know... Oh, my goodness, I had no idea. Yeah, and now with technology, you can see what time everything is, and you don't have to walk around the theater and be like, uh, what's starting That's since? fantastic. You can yeah. cut through the ladies' room. Yeah. What does your... Pro tip, guys. Pro, that is <laughs> a great one. Uh, what do you do if you have a gentleman in your party? Uh, wig. See one movie. <laughs> wig. <laughs> Fancy dress. Yeah. He'll usually have to do the whole lap, and then, like, if he gets caught, he'd just be, like, telling Usher, I'm looking for my girlfriend. Please help me. Do Usher's even bother to... 
That was my first job ever in the world was working at an AMC. Actually, that AMC in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever stop anybody? From, never. From never in trick? my life. Never could you tell? Life. Yeah. And you, could you tell when they cut through the bathroom? Yeah. Because that was my move. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, good move. I'm 16. I don't give a shit. Like, I have to clean theaters. I'm miserable. Oh. <laughs> What was the grossest thing you ever found? Oh. Don't Gosh. say it. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. What was it? It was that. Oh, come on. Say it. Wait, you what don't are we talking about? A thing. A thing. What did you find? I found... Um, Nobody knows how dirty your mind is. Yeah, or I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I was going to say uh, uh, somebody's arm. No. no. I was not going to say that. Goodness, no. That would be a horrible thing no, to I find. would be on the news. Um, But we'd all get it wrong. Tom Selleck left his arm. <laughs> How dare he? Uh, no, I found um, uh, a baby's diaper wrapped up in a T-shirt. Well, they wrapped it up for you. Right, but oh. when you think you're just grabbing down. I didn't, it wasn't oh. me, thank God, but you're grabbing down for a T-shirt and then it unravels into just like a bunch of poop everywhere. It's really oh, gross. Oh, man. Would you wear gloves to do your cleaning? No, because that didn't Even after that? happen. They didn't have gloves for us. Hmm. They didn't, you know, they were just like, you're just picking up popcorn and sodas. I liked working at the concession stand. That was <laughs> that one was those were better for me. I went to the Arclight uh, last week, which is the fancy movie theater. Love the Arclight. Uh, or do I you do. because you can pick your seats and you can have pizza at your seat and mm-hmm. all this. Well, uh, they pride themselves on their real butter. Oh, for the popcorn. I'm not a big popcorn person, so I don't really. I, I wouldn't know, but makes me sick to my stomach. I don't like it. Hmm. Well, I have to say, I was looking forward. I thought, oh, real butter. Oh, yes, please. No, butter, real, real butter is good. Not I, that liquid butter. Um, well, I have to tell you, I'm so used to the liquid movie theater butter oil mm. that I did not like this art-like <laughs> butter. I thought it was gross. It w- tasted really weird to me. I just watched the movie Fed Up when I was in Colorado. That documentary on Netflix about how um, sugar's killing us. Yes. And um, that's... Probably a lot of people, if they try to cut sugar, are going to be like, oh, I miss, I don't like all this real this stuff. Taking, tasting good. Yeah, I miss things. Have you cut sugar? I did. Um, I actually, it's pretty similar to like how I typically eat, but my problem is that I will eat out a lot. So um, I still get all those yucky sugars, but I usually cook for myself as it is. Yeah. Um, but now I'm going to like make a real big, blah, 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 blah. blah. Make a big effort to do it. What, uh, why did you want to cut out sugar? For health. Yeah, for health. That's yeah. it. And because yeah. I'm doing a movie in two months. <laughs> 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 so I probably should. Oh, you mean like for weight loss? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I'm going to look a little... You look good. Oh, geez. Yeah. Thanks. You look good. I'll Very show you good. myself naked later. <gasps> Woohoo! <laughs> why later? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anthony. The audience was thinking Anthony, it. Anthony the tech I'm guy the looked voice down of the audience. quick. <laughs> <laughs> You're the voice of the everyman. <laughs> Do you cut out sugar, Bill? Uh, I eat a lot less of it. It hasn't been like a conscious effort, but I, I'll check labels of bread and stuff to see if it's one gram or less, or I'll... Um, I'm going to still eat jelly and peanut butter and jelly, and that's got plenty of sugar. I use honey in my cereal, so it's, you know, I eat a lot of uh, fruit, even though the Kruger tells me it's killing me. I don't... Fuck that. Oh, yeah, I still eat fruit. I have raspberries in my purse. 
Um, I don't. I don't have raspberries in my Just purse, loose? but I do. But I do eat. Fruit. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, they're not like loose. I have them in a plastic baggie. And then they're loose in there. Somebody one time just pulled out a loose sandwich from his pocket. Ugh. I thought that was so and funny. A pocket sandwich. <laughs> a pocket sandwich. <laughs> so was not in a baggie or anything. No wrap. No cling wrap or I something. Give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he just put that pocket, the sandwich in his pocket, just really fast. He was like a five-second roll kind of thing. I'm like, oh, shit. Like Maybe he really just washed those jeans. And there was, no, there was nothing dirty in the pocket. Yeah, perfectly no, clean. No reason to, f- to fear the pocket. And he has to wash those jeans often because he puts sandwiches in his pockets all right. the time. <laughs> ham, ham and cheese. Oh, God. <laughs> ham and cheese hot pocket sandwich. <laughs> Yuck. That's how hot pockets must that have been was. invented. Right. Oh, my God. But I like to see mm-hmm. it now. It made me think I, I need to carry around a sandwich in my pocket and just pull it out at an opportune time. <laughs> <laughs> when no one's expecting it. The other thing I wanted to do, um, you know that uh, pink liquid uh, for your um, heartburn Pepto-Bismol? Yeah, that one. I was think- Don't know it. I was <laughs> what is it? No idea what you're talking about. I was thinking if I ever go again to a cocktail party, I will just oh my God. bring some in a little... Sn- in a little um, Snifter? Yeah, <laughs> sniffer. And when they give, I say, can I have a glass, please? And then pour it in a glass. They say, oh, what are you drinking? <laughs> big brandy <laughs> snifter. Yeah, yeah, big brandy snifter. <laughs> swirl it around. <laughs> it just make, if you do that, make sure you're the most pretentious person at that party. <laughs> It's my and phone definitely party. don't wipe your lip after you drink it. So you have this nice, <laughs> nice pink mustache. Is she drinking strawberry milk or what is she doing? <laughs> Hold on, let me pull a sandwich out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your own dirt. I came prepared. Because <laughs> clearly I get heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with your own heartburn medication. The other thing, uh, my friend turned 50 uh, last year. This year he's going to be 51. This is neither here nor there. You don't know him. But for his 50th birthday, you know those necklaces that have beads you can eat? Yes. Candy necklace. Candy necklace. Mm -hmm. I make him one of those, but I use... uh, Tums oh <laughs> <laughs> and acid tablets for the candy, <laughs> and I make him a big necklace of Tums candy. That's funny. It'd be funny. Candy you could do like Tums and like uh, blood pressure medicine. And oh yeah, alternate Z- Zanax, Zanax, Zantac. Zantac. I don't take Yeah, Zantac. Um, is it well? Zantac allergies. Centrum Silver. Xanax is. <laughs> The main pendant could just be a bottle yeah. of Centrum Silver. It's like Aztec, Aztec looking uh, <laughs> candy necklace for older gentlemen. A <laughs> couple of Viagras. It's a gentleman's necklace. Just, I was going to start selling those on Etsy. <laughs> hey, yeah, that uh, maybe I will do it. <laughs> it was hard to. Um, I had to drill holes, you know, into the. Oh wow! Thumbs. Yeah, of course. To, to get it to, to go. and A um, lifesaver necklace would have been easier, but then it wouldn't have helped his stomach. Right. Unless they were like mints. So I, I did not have a drill bit. I kept breaking the thumbs, break, break, break. So finally I go to the hardware store and I say, I need a drill bit. And she say, what do you need to drill? Concrete, wood, plaster? And I say, no. <laughs> Chalk, a chalky pill. Chalk tablet, antacids. She looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. Whatever she gave me, concrete, I don't know. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> so 
you can take that to the bank. <laughs> Cash it. <laughs> You've all got that to look forward to in your older age. <laughs> hey, but you know, uh, how is your yoga practice going, Bill? Uh, great. It's fun. It, uh, I find it very relaxing. Although my shoulders really hurt, but that could be stress-related. Some dolphin I, pose? I've been trying to do the, like, the handstands and the forearm balances. and It could be that. I could just be stressed out. I don't know. Yeah. My shoulders hurt like hell, though. Mm. Oh. Not a good hurt, a bad no, hurt? No, yeah, not a good hurt. Uh, then maybe it is like stress. Like go to a massage hurt. Go uh, get a massage hurt. Yeah. Is, it, uh, is the movie stressing you out? They've made a maze? No, uh, no, I actually think uh, I think I'm in an exciting new chapter of my career, although I keep having nightmares about it. But um, there were actually a lot of scorpions in my nightmares last night. Ooh, I was barefoot, and there were these red scorpions everywhere. Um, no, it's not stressing me out because I'm not really hands-on with it. The editor's doing an assembly. I'm just looking at dailies. Um, the producer has a lot going on in his life, sort of good and bad personal and, and career stuff, so he hasn't been able to be uh, boots on the ground so I don't have the deadlines that I did I've handed off most of what I need to to the animators um, it's not really a daily concern it's just sort of hanging over my head that it's not finished um, and in the meantime I'm trying to focus on other things I'm actually with a new very good agency now that I'm excited about um, a talent a, agency? a talent agency it was cool. a, big, a big change uh, and they're one, of the, they're one of the bigs I'm very excited about. I, I had this can you say the name? Uh, the, I think so. Yes. All the paperwork went through. Um, APA. Ooh. Uh, I like them a lot. They actually have a lot of people in their stable that I've admired. I don't know. He could have said... He could have said... Agency for the Performing... Artists. A. Yeah. Artists? <laughs> yes. You could have said the Pickle Brothers, and I would be been, ooh, <laughs> Pickle Brothers. Name. Wouldn't have. Ooh. I don't know how APA would have stood for the Pickle Brothers, but... Joe's they can do anything they want. <laughs> Joe's talent They're job. full service. Um, but it's a really strong agency, and there, there's an issue, which I can't discuss, that uh, has been kind of nagging, uh, where I was needed to get a lawyer and going through contracts and all this stuff. And in the meeting, signing with a new agency, I was asking about this one issue uh, and what my options were. And my agent said, oh, we have three in-house legal counsel. We'll be taking care of that for you. Oh, thank you. I just sort of walked out like, this is fucking great. Yeah. I like these Pickle Brothers. Yeah. Um, so things are good. Things are good. I, don't, I, don't, the str- I, I guess the stress comes from just the, uh, I don't know, it's a challenging, lonely life. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you could also have hurt yourself in yoga. Probably. That's probably more it. My roommate uh, just pinched, her, pinched a nerve in her shoulder, and Ooh. it happened... She's been doing handstands, and mm. so let's just put it there. Yeah, that must be what it is. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you're like, oh, my shoulders hurt. What should I do? More yoga. Like, oh, all right. Yeah, take it easy, but keep doing that <laughs> yoga. Okay, when, financial advisor who's charging me a lot of money. Do <laughs> stack your bills. Go talk to your workout coach to talk to your personal trainer. Right. <laughs> the acting coach whose advice is that you've got to stay in class so that you're always working. Oh, gosh. Are you sure you're not all just looking out for your fucking selves? Is there anybody out there who cares about me? <laughs> you do. Not, I imagine not, a whole lot. Oh, not enough. Then, no. I imagine that it, it um I can see the help of coaches for this or that or the other thing. And I also can see it must be a great day the day you decide to let go of your coaches and just really own yourself right. and feel solid in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like taking the training wheels off of your life. Or graduating. Or graduating. Must feel pretty good. Have you ever had a coach? I have an acting coach. 
Acting coach. I'm not ready. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Training wheels still on? Yeah, no, I've been with her for, she's like a second mother to me. Um, second to me. Yes, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> so she's, she's my third mother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I don't, I don't think that she's out to take my money or anything like that. Do you work with her one-on-one? I work with her one-on-one when I have auditions, but I, I go to an acting class every week. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's made me so much better. What do you do? A scene from The Crucible? No. That's a uh, salesman. Does it? No. Uh, Waiting for Godot. Night no. Mother. The Picnic. Yes. Um, David and Lisa. I knew it was The Picnic. It was The Picnic the whole time. <laughs> I hear clicking. That's okay. Um, Tech person. Ah. Ah. Now we do Meisner technique. <laughs> it's, it's just good. It's getting, getting the attention off of yourself and... Uh, Reacting naturally and letting things affect you. Sometimes it bleeds over into my daily life, and then I tend to feel like I'm being a little bit too sensitive in certain situations. But that's okay. Like, give an example. Like um, some of the Meisner techniques that you do, you just like. Oh, I sound so like douchey talking about Meisner technique. <laughs> I know that it's you. Had, like this. You don't sound douchey unless you put on douchey voice. Like well. when I like when I do Meisner technique, like we. <laughs> We do like a thing where you're supposed to react to like every, like you, you react to someone's tone of voice. Like she says, like, you know, when you walk through the door, it's di- if you go, hey, it's different than sounding like, hey, you're like, you know, so I listen to tones of voices when people say things to me. And sometimes I get offended when they don't actually mean anything by it. You know, like someone will say something to me and I'll just hear something kind of bitchy in it. And I'm like, what? You know, I'll get like <laughs> mad immediately when it's like, oh, you had me completely wrong. You totally overreacted. You lost a friend today. So. <laughs> Just things like that. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm home. What? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I got a tweet from Senior Smoke. I don't know. It's SR. Senior Smoke. I had the same thing. Was it? Sir Smoke. Sir Smoke. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I he's imagine a, him as Senior. Uh, so do I. He is a good friend of the show. Uh-huh. And so I see, I get his tweet as well, and I say, oh, Senor Smoke, because SR is the abbreviation for Senor, yeah. or Sister, if he's a nun. Sister Smoke. Sister Smoke, but I don't think he's Sister Smoke. So I say Senor Smoke. But I think that he tweeted me one time and told me he intended it to be Sir Smoke. Okay, well, Sir uh. Smoke. Senor Smoke. <laughs> Sir Smoke said that I w- you were in Colorado, and you didn't say hi for shame, but he spelled hi H I G H. Oh, so uh, ah, how very smoke. Colorado of you. Yes, Senor Smoke. I hope you will not mind because I, I know that you have tweeted this out. If you if, so, you won't mind if I share it. But Senor Smoke have a medical uh, marijuana license, uh-huh. and he have tweeted out a big picture of a glass contraption, big glass uh, smoking device. <laughs> He knows his stuff. It's I. Uh, I didn't smoke any weed while I was in Colorado. It's. Uh, and you didn't really go to Colorado, yeah, man, did you? I messed up. <laughs> um, I don't have anything against weed, but it's not for me. And so, do your sister like it? No, Does she lives. She there? doesn't really like it either. But my the rest of my family loves it. <laughs> there was. I walked into uh, my cousin's house, and there was um, like a cookie jar size <gasps> container just full of weed on like a centerpiece for the table or something like that <laughs> like, like a pound and a half i don't know i didn't have my scale but it's probably <laughs> it's, it was <laughs> it was a good amount big cookie jar it was an amount where i did a double take and wow. immediately was like are you allowed to have that like 
Oh my! But then it's like, oh, you are cool. Well, wow. They, they, they it's been great for that state. All the schools have like all these like uh, signs everywhere that says, "Thanks, you know, Denver Public Schools," or "Thanks so and so like public schools like for this new grant that we have because of all this great tax money hmm. for our legal weed." So that's amazing. A lot of Colorado natives are getting mad about it though because it's making people move out there, so their housing rates are going up. Oh, that is so it's interesting. Yeah, they. I saw. You know what the solution would be to legalize weed everywhere. That's right. Yeah, we think alike. It's a mother-daughter thing. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a bumper sticker that says, "You came, you got high. Now go home." Aww. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> but meanwhile, like sales of Doritos and Cheetos <laughs> yeah. and Fritos must be through the roof, probably. And then people watch Fed Up and they're like, what am I supposed to do? Oh. I'm so hungry, but I'm high. And then everyone's going to have to hire uh, workout coaches. Yeah, but like also like... A <laughs> Counteract all the Dorito fat. Yeah. <laughs> or like a smoke coach to give you like good, healthy options while you're having the munchies. Don't they call them... Because my friend have um, one of those medical cards here and uh, she go to the store and they call the, the salespeople there are called Bud... Tenders, tender. <laughs> and they help you. If I met someone and they were like, I would want them just, oh, I work at a dispensary. If they said to me, I'm a bud tender, I'd be like, fuck off. You would go Meisner <laughs> on them. <Yeah. laughs> what did you just say to me? <laughs> get immediately way too offended. I get Meisner on your ass. Yeah, careful. I'm going to start crying soon. <laughs> you better be super embarrassed about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you cry? Not, yeah. Well, no, I don't do know. It? I don't know. I no. In everything, I mean, you can do it. Yeah, you just. I mean, I the, I mean yeah. girls can cry at the drop of a hat. Yeah, anyway. I was just gonna say. Yeah, how hard like, is that? I'm not impressed. <laughs> I've tried to make myself cry. I cannot do it. Well, yeah, because there's like the people who just sit there and like scrunch their face until it hurts, and then like, yeah, like Julianne Moore, and then no tears come out. She just scrunch up her face. <laughs> We've gone on and on about this in past week. <laughs> okay, you know that lady Julianne I do, Moore. I like Julianne Moore. If you notice, are we talking Julianne Moore? The, yeah, yeah. The, the she was red in, head lady. Yeah, yeah. I like her. She I, cried, didn't she? I don't think I've ever seen tear an actual tear. She's yelling fall. a lot. Did you see Still Alice? Yelling. No. Does oh. she cry? I, she has to. I was crying too much to maybe notice, but <laughs> that movie. Ooh. Maybe she tricked you. Maybe she's she got you to cry on that. for got her. Me to cry. <laughs> she's banking on that. <laughs> well, that's that's probably good acting in itself. They won't know. We don't want to see you cry. We want you to make us cry. <laughs> That's good, yeah. I think that's actually something my acting coaches said. There, there was um, somebody sending a link to um, a YouTube mashup, mashup or compilation, whatever they call it, of just scenes of her doing her big crying. Oh my gosh, so this is in all her movies. And it's always just this. <laughs> <laughs> she does make her face all cry, grotesque, but there's not any water. Oh. Unless they maybe stop the. Stop! We're going to spray, spray. Okay, roll again. <laughs> have you ever used a tear stick? The things that... Oh, my a God. Stick? They have these... It, it's like some sort of like pepperminty kind of chemical that they can put under your eyes. I was in a sketch, and they just wanted me to have a lot of tears. So rather than like, you know, me get there for like 30, like five seconds of coverage of me right. crying, they just put a tear... They're like, oh, I'll just put this under. It was like... I've never been pepper sprayed, but I imagine that that's what... Maybe on a small level, what that felt mm. like because it just it burned 
so much that I just started crying so much. But it's like how it didn't. I saw the footage. I'm like, yeah, I look like I'm crying, but I also look like my whole face is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's so. Did it help you connect to anything emotionally, or was it just pure pain? No, it was just pure pain that now gave me something to look back on when I need to connect emotionally. (laughs) Like, think of a time when you were really mad at someone. Make you all puffy and red. You look like an overdone kidney bean. Yeah, that took me out for a good, like, hour and a half before I was ready to do anything else because I just, like, I couldn't get... Okay, in the next scene, we need you to be a stripper. Yeah. Go. <laughs> That's probably how I'd play a stripper anyways. I'd <laughs> right. be a little bit more true to the character. Yeah, I, would I think, think so. <laughs> I watched a I went to a strip club um, in Vegas like a year ago, which was gross. It was so gross, but it was I went for a bachelor party and um one of the strippers was dancing to that song Happy by Pharrell. <gasps> and and now thought, it's tainted in your mind. Yeah, I thought it was really ironic. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, this isn't real. That's a very upbeat, up-tempo song. I agree. It don't sound very slinky, like you would have strip. Usually it's heavy metal, isn't it? Like, I would, like cheesy strip clubs? I don't know. I haven't been to a lot of strip clubs, but I know that it was like, there was a lot of hip-hop. There was a lot of metal, actually. But then there's this one girl metal. who's just like, you know, doing <laughs> happy, just half naked. <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel truly depressed until I left and I saw the girls filling out applications. I was like, oh. That made me really sad. I don't enjoy strip clubs at all, but I will say the one that felt the most honest, if that even makes any sense, is uh, Jumbo's Clown Room here in town. I've heard a lot about it's a, that it's place. A mess, I heard it's, it's a dive. I heard it's fun. It's skeezy. It's depressing. It's still a strip club, which is uh, is, is it just more like burlesque. Complicated on a lot of levels. Uh, it's a little more like burlesque, yeah. Um, but uh, when I, I mean, there's a lot of bruises. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's not awesome, but. Um, Especially if you go on like a Sunday afternoon. I don't know why I did that. But the one thing I do like is that uh, I was hanging out with an alcoholic back in the day. Sure. Um, and the the gals, although some of them aren't gals, um, go out and put quarters in the jukebox to pick the song they're going to dance to. And that's sort of a full service. It's kind of nice. Uh, and also super janky and also very just appropriate. Give them a DJ for the, uh, cost the money to no, The DJ is the worst. And the smoke and the, and the Motley Crue. It's the fucking worst. This, I like this more. It's like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to pick my song. And it's almost, it's almost, a, it's almost a more organic... I mean, there's part of it that's pathetic. I'm sure they give them the quarters for the jukebox. But um, so. there's, there's something that's almost more organic about it, like, and spontaneous, as opposed to, like, and on stage two, it's Amber. Yeah. It's almost like you're just, like, hanging out at a bar, and then some girls, like... And they put in, like, they put in the Velvet Underground and Zeppelin and, like, stuff that actually is kind of dark and sexy. Like, metal is supposed to be dark and sexy, but it's... It's usually over the top and comedic, the stuff that strippers dance to right. or the strippers feel they're supposed to dance to uh, or that strippers feel guys want to hear when they're dancing. Anyway, uh, but <laughs> the, uh, the, like the, the Zeppelin and the, and, the, and the Lou Reed, and you're like, yeah, this is Ooh, Lou Reed. dark and awful <laughs> and heroin infested and disgusting and that's how it should be. I don't, I don't need like the smoke and the mirrors and the, the DJ who makes me feel like I'm at a wedding. You know, <laughs> like that, whole, that whole thing is just disgusting. This is like, yeah, no, these are fucking degenerates taking their clothes off to degenerate music. It's oh, great. they're not all degenerates. Have I you think, been? I think they're just people who Have need... Have you been? I think they're... Have you been? <laughs> no. <laughs> I saw them in person and they were fucking degenerates. <laughs> I went to high school with... Well, the they're just who people who need some money to earn some money. And that's how they think they can do it. I actually, there, I don't think it's about the money. Uh, there, I think it's about the... It's about uh, the... Uh, the dance dancing. itself. Yeah. 
But they look like utter degenerates to me. I mean, they, they're probably way happier than I am. But I think they look that's like a degenerates strong to me. term. But you know, have when, you been? I, when I think <laughs> I have not. But Go, tweet me some photos, okay. and make the argument that the person you're taking a photo of is not a degenerate. No, very few people are. Everyone in that bar on a Sunday is. Oh, you mean the customers? Uh, 360. You, I was trying to be kind to the ladies who work there. Right, as I said, they're not all ladies, but uh, they're degenerates Some too. Some gentlemen? Uh, you wouldn't know it by looking at them unless you looked really closely. Oh, wow. Oh. But see, when you were saying they use a jukebox... Uh, every time I think of a jukebox, I think of, um, what's that burger restaurant? Johnny Rockets? Yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm thinking they put a quarter in and it goes, when the sun beat down and with the tar up on the roof. It's, I'm sure somebody's danced to that at Jumbo's. Under Some the fucking total wall. degenerate has danced to that at uh, Jumbo's. <laughs> to really mess with people's heads. <laughs> Like, I can't yeah, listen like, to that song anymore because I, I remember watching this lady cry and take her clothes off. Oh, you jumped the gun. No. Yes. That happens after the announcement. Respect the format, that Marty. happens oh. at the, on the hour. No. It never happens on the hour. I announce the hour on the hour, and ten minutes later, you find the sound effect. Hey, Marty's here. I'm not what? doing it. I'm not doing it. No, you oh, fucked it up. Bill. You fucked it up. No, Bill, please. <laughs> I was so looking forward to hear you do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smart Ghost Morning Show, and Anthony fucked up my cue on the Smartcast <laughs> Internet Radio Networks. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's like having James back. No. Marty he never messed that up. He would get it. Oh, he did that on purpose. Yes. Marty just he's good. In. He's Anthony's two steps ahead of us. That's what James always was. How was your meeting? Um, it was at Jumbo's. Oh. <laughs> Fucking yeah. degenerate. Uh, no, I had a good uh, friend who worked at Jumbo's, and I would go. Total visit. degenerate? No, no. He, he's a, very, a hilarious writer and great improviser. And uh, What did he do at Jumbo's? He was a bouncer. Ah. And he, yep, and he, he told me about knocking He let in all the degenerates? No, no, he would, knock, he would get rid of the degenerates. Well, then the place would be fucking empty. <laughs> um. When you was there on a Sunday, what was this after, after your bagel brunch? I don't remember well. I just remember the guy that I was hanging out with has been hospitalized for emotional problems and alcoholism. And I, I like was to wake up on a Sunday, have a nice bagel, do the New York Times crossword puzzle, and then go to Jambos. It was a mess. I didn't feel good about myself. It was a mess. How long did it take you to clear up from that? Did you have to go to Subway? I, would n- I was not that drunk. <laughs> I would never be drunk enough to go to Subway in the modern era. Maybe as a high school student. <laughs> yeah, Subway it's a place for pedophiles. Subway? Yes. Oh, we already discussed that. And it turns out... You're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, knee-jerk reaction. Sorry. We already did the, pol- we already did the politics. Get your facts. And current events. We no. How dare you confront me with my facts? Mm. <laughs> That, that is where Nambla meets. It has nothing to do with Jared. Nambla meets at Subway, the one on Hollywood Boulevard. You know the one I'm talking about. What's uh, the one on Hollywood Boulevard? National Association. It's a pedophile club. The Man Boy Love Association. Nambla. That's is that not a thing? real. North American yeah, Man Boy is. Love Association. Yeah. It is a real thing. Oh, brother. Are they allowed to do that? Because they can talk about it. They're allowed to talk about it and dream about it and make up stories and tell to each other. Cut it out, Nambla. Right. Stop it. God damn. Ew. Yeah. Big ew. Marty's looking it up on the internet. <laughs> Ugh. Do, do you need to remember your login? <laughs> Got it. No, it's auto-logged in. 
Oh, that's, that's got, just... I got a response. Uh, that's no, just um, awful. Yeah, Allen Ginsberg, the, the, the famous beat poet, was associated with Nambla. Really? Yeah. Oh. I like that Howl poem. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about fucking boys. I like it less now, but... Oh but still, it's got a you know, passion to it, right? This must be what all those metalheads felt like when it turned out Rob Halford was gay. And they're like, all those songs oh, that I yeah. thought were about banging women... Uh, I found I had the same experience when I find out that one of my favorite actors from the 1940s, when I was watching old-timey movies, uh, testified for the House Un-American Activities Activities Committee. Mm -hmm. He was testifying against other actors for being suspected of being communists. And then now I can't... uh, I forget his name now. It starts with... Oh, you really blanked him. Yeah, I know. Another you eradicated him from yeah, your that, I, does, that's I can't hard to watch do. him anymore. Wait, which what what does his name stand, start with? Start with a so T, Rock but Hudson? it's not Tyrone Powers. It's T, t- something. Mr. T. Not, I forget. You wouldn't know him. No, I know for sure. Cassandra would not know. Him. <laughs> <laughs> you. If you don't know Magnum PI, you when definitely you don't born? know Tyrone Powers. You were born Powell. in the 80s. No, 1990. <gasps> there is a what? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. There there is a wonderful, I should tweet this out. There's a wonderful uh, James Urbaniak uh, video that he did where he interviews a millennial to try to figure out what millennials are. And the whole interview, he can't get over the fact that she was born the year that Back to the Future came out. So he just keeps coming back to it. He's like, so, so like, you just saw Back to the Future on the TV, like, 10 years later, and and that's how you discovered the film? It's awesome. It's really weird. Yeah. I try not it's to weird. act too millennial-like. Too late. Yeah, no, I know. I can't help it. Well, so. I never have thought of you as any age because you're just a person. Thank you. So only because we've been talking about it now, but you're just Cassandra. Well, now you're going to... Not anymore. You, you guys are going to start seeing it now. Now you're Cassandra the whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> How, you're in your 30s. I'm in my 40s. What? Mm-hmm. How old is you? I will be 42 in August. Oh, welcome. Thank you. You're just a little bit behind me. Mm-hmm. That's Bruno. <laughs> How old is Bruno in dog years? Is he in his 40s yet? Nope. He's a teen, teeny bopper? In his 30s. He's mm. in his 30s? So he's a hipster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's loud. Hey, do do? He's being very he loud this like, one. He doesn't like to be labeled. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Most hipsters don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why they all dress the same and talk the same and go uh, to the same places. I do mean, all the same at things. any age, because those guys from the 1950s, everybody dressed the same at any age. They just changed the clothing, but people like to belong to a little club. I have actually been thinking about this a lot. I don't need to get personal or mean to get personal, but maybe this will uh, strike a chord with somebody. Um, I traditionally am not a joiner, I, I tend to, to be a bit of a lone wolf. Um, <laughs> But uh, I am at an age where most of the people that I know and have known are uh, starting families. They're married. They're have, I've, I've had two friends who had kids recently, uh, as in within the last three weeks. Um, <laughs> this isn't sad sad. This isn't, this isn't sad sack stuff. Uh, I promise you, it's not sad sack stuff. And I've just been thinking, like, okay, I don't have a family. I, I'm not headed in that direction. I don't even have a, a pet. Um, what community is it am i of the age where i'm over not being a joiner and because i'm not joining a family unit should i try to find my tribe in another way in a more proactive way like should i join some sort of 
club that does things I like so that I'm not so fucking alone all the time. <laughs> like, should I, I don't know, do people climb rocks? So let's go climb rocks, you know? Or not like some singles club where it's like, meet other singles who climb rocks. I don't give a fuck about that. I just want to do stuff. I want to be a part of something. And the movie was, of course, it's a tease because working in production, you become a very intense family very quickly. And then they disappear and you never see them again. And if I were working a lot, either as a director or as a writer or as an actor, um, I don't think I would have that sense of like, ah, where's my tribe? Where's my people? It's like, oh, it's on set. But I'm not on set that often. I'm on set enough to make a living, but I'm not on set every month even. I think you're on the right track to just do activities that you like to do. But I do that. I, but I, now I'm wondering if I should join a group that does them because I do them alone. Oh, yeah, you should. You think I should join a group? I think you should check it out. Okay. Yeah, definitely. definitely Go on meetup.com. The fuck is that? It's a, it's a <laughs> website. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. I was just <laughs> trying to help. I didn't mean. I'd like to do this without joining some fucking website. I hate being on the computer, do, but do go on. Well, it, and you can search out specific groups that are into what you're into. If you're into Christian basketball. Mambla. Nambla, Christian yeah. basket weaving, you know, hiking. What's a Christian basket? Or do you have to be Christian and weaving a basket? Hiking for... They have both. Hiking for <laughs> singles, hiking for non-singles, you know. Or what about hiking for people who don't give a fuck if they're single or not? They just want to fucking hike. You there's that too. You can join too. both. Yeah. And rock, you say you like the rock climbs? I like to, f- I don't use ropes and stuff. I like the free climb. Yeah, scrambling. Or yeah, bouldering. Bouldering, yeah. Bouldering. That's my favorite thing to do. I bet there's a ton of bouldering in um I have Gabriel. a partial tear in my PCL from bouldering. Oh, I thought you were going in a different direction. <laughs> 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 yeah, PCL is his taint. Oh! I can't believe you say that. <laughs> it's the back of the ACL. I don't know what it all stands for. The L is ligament. I think the P is post. Post taint ligament. Yeah. They use C. They use a C for just because it's, you know, they want to make it clean. I wish I did not know what that word mean. What, taint? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a trigger. Yes, taint is a hot button. <laughs> uh, on me it is, yeah. The other word. Oh How'd you know? Hot button. Hot button? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had some spicy Thai last okay. night, and I got a hot button this morning. <laughs> Taint no thing. Uh, yeah, but you should check out to do a group because it's uh, fun to connect with people. Yeah, I want to be part of something. I want to be yeah. on a team. They nobody's nobody's asking me to be on their team, so that's I'll go join one. They have not met you yet. Uh, a lot of people have met me actually, but that's okay. I don't mind joining with a bunch of strangers. They have like those running groups, and st- I thought about joining one of those running groups who like gets beers after you run. Yeah, that's fun. Those are always fun. Or they have yoga stuff like that too. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with a bunch of yoga people. That makes sense. I don't believe any of them. That makes so much sense. Yoga people are sometimes unbearable. I, I think that the, the, the discrepancy between the projection of themselves and who they really are is so vast that I don't really want to General, I'm generalizing, I, I, along with all the degenerates. It, it sometimes when jumbles, people are talking about yoga in a self-aggrandizing way, or like as if it's some kind of uh, thing you have to achieve or get to. Or, or if it's an, in any way competitive or something to be envied, it's like, well, then it's no longer spiritual and you've right. ruined it. So, fuck and you. It just is a, it just, I like it when it's just a, a quiet practice. It's not even something to be talked about. It's it's something to be. It's it's a tactile thing to be done. It's not. I do enjoy to talk about the technical things, like you know, hip placement in Warrior One. That's interesting to me. Well, sure. Well, that's part of doing it. That's that that guides you towards towards 
practicing more efficiently and effectively. That's, yeah. But like, you know, and at the end of the thing, there was this white light shining out. Your own personal up. Jesus Christ. spiritual journey that you went in. Yeah. White in light corpse. shining out my hot button. <laughs> <laughs> Upward facing taint. Taint, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Marty, you you had this meeting. Did it go good? Uh sure, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was, you know, just No more details? See no, with Meisner technique I'd be like, I don't think that went good from yeah. his tone. No, it's just sitting in a big conference with a bunch of people. Did you have to did you get called out? Did you have to share? No, I just had to listen. Oh no. Yeah. Is that the best kind of meeting or the worst kind? Um, it's it's just one where I'm just thinking about what's going on out here and, you know, thinking, listening to Bruno play with squeaky toys. And was you <laughs> listening to the podcast while you was at the meeting? No, no. I was just hearing peals of laughter and oh, then Bill yelling. Oh, you were in the other room? Yeah. Oh, I thought you was away from the house. No. Good thing we didn't ransack your belongings. Yeah. Well, it, it wouldn't have happened, you know, because I was in the house. Oh. Phew. Yeah. Phew. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I saw a, a picture online of a blue ribbon uh, that get handed out at meetings and it was say congratulations another meeting another pointless meeting that could have been handled in an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, this was necessary. Uh, but you know the thing with joining things is you're always going to meet somebody who's the yoga person in that group. Right, someone's going to fuck it up. That's why I'm a lone wolf, because everybody fucks everything up. Well, you, God damn it. You can't avoid those people. Right, Anthony? <laughs> it's like, you know, I, was, I did stuff with the Sierra Club, and you can go hike for free, you know? And then that one idiot won't shut up about this fucking oh. book he read and how fucking perfect he is. But that don't have to ruin the whole yeah. thing. Then you just, uh, it kind of does. No, then you just <laughs> move down the line, and you hike. You hike. Focus on that. You hike with other people. Yeah. Dif- different people in the yeah, right. yeah, and like and par- part of bitch about that guy who won't shut up about the book you read. No yeah, purpose. And it, bond, <laughs> yeah. it bond you bond over that. I mean, find the common enemy. You just can't avoid assholes, you know. I know, I know. I try. I'm trying not to. Who who, who said hell is other people? You. Yeah, I, think <laughs> I have said that, yeah. but I know I'm not the. the yeah. I wasn't the one who came up with it. I mean, you say it in all different ways, you know. But yeah, we can look it up. Uh, in, the, in the interim, can I quickly share some tweets um, that we have gotten? Elizabeth, uh, was uh, back to uh, what we were talking about marijuana dispensaries. She, Elizabeth write in that she heard the workers there are called budristas. Uh, well, it's worse. It's worse. That's what you say. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's see. <coughs> Butterista is so much more of an asshole than yeah, a butt tender. At least a butt tender is like, I don't know, yeah, what do you want? Sure, yeah, a butt tender will hit, listen hey, to your problems. Your the butt yeah. be like, you're not earning the like, right side. Oh, this two-minute task is going to take me nine minutes, and you're going to be grateful for it. And then asshole. for strip clubs, Tyson write in that the stripper, a good stripper song is Voodoo by Godsmack. Oh. There's no such thing as a good song by Godsmack. That's Sorry, Tyson. Have you ever seen, if, I don't know how much karaoke anyone has ever done, but um, sometimes people will pick like Godsmack songs or like really aggressive, crazy songs to do for karaoke and just fuck up everyone's mood. <laughs> and <laughs> mood, that's actually a fun prank to play. Like if you want to just ruin a karaoke bar, like sing something like Voodoo. I sign up it, for a Revolution how 9 do it go? by the Beatles. <laughs> how, how, do, how do Voodoo go? Oh, God. 
I never have hear it. It's like I'm still trying to be Pearl Jam, even though they weren't any good. That makes there me want to take, see, watch a woman take their clothes off. Oh yeah. But like, oh, that is a good strippy song and a bad karaoke song. Eddie Vedder was just ripping off Dre Maskish. Why is everyone still singing like that? Is that Eddie Vedder? Oh, no. no, that's no, someone that's... trying to be Eddie Vedder who oh, was trying like to be Jim Maskish. I see. Uh, and then Tyson Rice. <laughs> Do you like them titties, though? <laughs> if you like the scenery, show her your greenery. You're supposed to pay your stripper, I guess. Make it rain. Oh, I got oh. it. The worst uh, karaoke song. I would rather see Godsmack than see someone do American Pie. <laughs> That's so long. Yeah, it's, you know, Bye Bye Miss American Pie. Oh, come on, yeah, of It's course. like a 17-minute a song that is so repetitive and so just... Oh. Anybody who picks a song over three minutes is a dick. And don't sing ballads, these downbeat ballads. And it's like, oh, God, what a bunch of fucking... My Way fucks. by Frank Sinatra is already sung by, like, the drunkest guy way too right. early in the night. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, come on. What Sorry. Do, what do you like to <laughs> sing, Marty? We have done My it. Way by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> At 6 p.m. Yes. Before the karaoke machine's even been plugged Marty in. Marty and I have gone to karaoke together. Mm-hmm. But you sing upbeat stuff, don't you, Marty? I feel sure. like you sing like Born to Run or like... Sure. But What's yeah, that Elton John do. song he, he you sing? sing Born to Philadelphia Run. Freedom. Yeah. But, you know, I've also done like... Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, you Light Up My Life by... Uh, what, what's her name? I like yeah. that one. But you know what? It's funny. It's if you do if it. If you do it high energy. If but you these do any who, like, song sing ballads, all seriously. With oh, yeah, no, you have yeah. to like get, Saturday night. Get God, goofy with wake it me if you're up. gonna sing a song like that. I used to work at a karaoke bar, and there were these two insufferable women who were super competitive about it, which was pathetic because we're in Willoughby Hills, Ohio. I'm gonna and get you discovered. Yeah. And and it was like, <laughs> oh, v- Vicky's not here tonight. That means I get to sing the rose. Why? First of all, why are you telling me? I'm 18, and I don't know who Vicky is or what the Rose is. So stop trying to fucking impress the Some bus boy. Say love. Yeah. And then when you get up there and sing it, it's like there's 10 people here. It is. Actually, we went out for karaoke where someone picked someone else's song, and that just caused ruined res- the night. Ruined the night for that one person. Yeah. Was it? That's exactly what I'm. T- they were. Hyper competitive I about who got to sing that. Uh, no, no, no. Someone picked. S- someone else oh, picked the song. I remember. Yeah. We, we're being careful not to name names. Uh oh. But somebody got very upset that the song was. Learn how picked. to sing more than one song. Jesus Christ. Or don't fucking go to karaoke. Oh, or just leave my song alone, Bill. Don't join my group. Number nine is mine. Don't join my group. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bill's group of one. You know what I think happened? You're going to sign up on Meetup and it's like, hey, come and hang out with me. Mm, Just fuck off. But (laughs) I just want you to know that I want you to fuck off. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go hiking, but we have to be 30 yards apart from each other at all times. No eye contact. Don't speak to me. uh, I think you're going to have a great time on Meetup. uh, We'll see. Um, (laughs) You won't know this, but uh, I think think my my mental state might have been formed by uh, Lenny. On uh, Laverne and Shirley, when he fell in love with Laverne, yeah, and they decided it wasn't a good idea, and he had a jacket that said "One Wolf" on it, and then she took the L off her, you know, she had the big cursive L on all her outfits, and sewed the L onto his jacket, so it said "Lone Wolf," mm-hmm. and then he walked away like heartbroken. And I was like, "That's me!" Oh no! 
I consider you more like Lenny from Of, uh, of Mice and Men. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. I was waiting for the other Lenny. <laughs> Rabbit killer. To, I to think of you more like well, Lenny Cohen. Oh. I don't know his stuff, but I'm sure he's great. Um, I heard there was a secret chord. Godsmack covering. But you don't really care for music, do you? Oh, God. Um, That was sung at a friend of mine's funeral who died very young in his 40s. And the guy singing it couldn't keep it together. And the audience was singing. It was just brutal. That's a good funeral song. You guys know that... um, If I had to pick a good funeral song, I'd say that song and and I hope you dance. It's also a really good stripper song. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good karaoke song. But a great stripper stripper funeral song. (laughs) (laughs) For all your dead stripper friends, get out there. I feel like Cruz should play exclusively at a stripper funeral. (laughs) 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 And that they should show up. (laughs) Did you guys hear so those news of the guy who um, blew his head off or something by put a oh he put a firework firework on his head, head another <laughs> one put it on his chest and kill himself in an attempt to kill himself or was he trying to be funny? The uh, they no they no they was trying to be funny trying to be cool. Ugh. Um, this is what I wonder. I guess I'm gonna guess that his contributions to society won't be missed. He was no, he, he, he played Gaston at Disney World. He was exactly. like loved by really? children. <laughs> but, oh, but the, he also, the, the guy who blew up his own head. He, he was provided a great safety uh, safety Tip. message for the world. Yeah, right? that none of us thought we needed. Yeah, that yeah, was exactly. Kind of <laughs> oh, that thing I never would have done because right. it's fucking stupid. <laughs> now nah, I'm sure I won't do it. Wait, thanks, I shouldn't thanks, tie Gaston. This, this fiery thing to my balls. No. <laughs> Thank you, Gaston. Yeah. Thanks, Gaston. Who's Gaston so again? At the funeral. He's from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I, no, oh, I no one dies, from, dies like, like Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> no one gouges out his own eyes like Gaston. <laughs> I don't know the movie, but I can tell it's a great gag. Something about Gaston eats like a, a lot of eggs. There's something in the song about eating a lot of eggs. So when you go to the funeral of someone who have died like this by their own stupidity, that's got to be what tough. Close it's awkward. What are the eulogies What quote like? from the Bible do you read about someone yeah. being a fucking idiot? <laughs> He's a fucking... Mo- I mean, we miss Gaston greatly. He brought he joy. He was such a great guy. He just loved to entertain, and it's fitting that he went, he died and trying to entertain people. We should all live by his example. No, we should learn, learn from his... Uh, Fourth of July will never be the same for me, because I'll remember how my friend killed himself so stupidly. <laughs> Oh, that was a, that rhymed. He was anti-American. No, he, yeah. no uh, that was the most American way that he could have died. Th- there we go. Yes, uh, he was a patriot. Dumb, dumb patriot. <laughs> 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 oh, Gaston, he fucked up. Poor guy. D- is it? <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess not. But then also, what do his parents think? Fuck. Well, that was bound <laughs> to happen sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> you got it from your side of the family. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> what do you do if you... How old was he? 18, 19, 25? Young. Uh, something like that. Do you start over if you're a parent? Can we, can we go again? Usually a marriage can't survive the death of a child. Really? Oh. The statistics are not in favor. Mm. Sad stuff. Because you, it like you remind each a, other. Like a death of like a 25-year-old? Because a, a death of a 3-year-old, maybe. I, th- I, 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 would, I would guess you'd, yeah, I would guess you'd have your uh, adult a, child, a better you child. But you still remind each other every time you see that your partner, you're reminded of the loss. 
as opposed to reminded of the potential that you are normally when you're in a relationship. He was 22, and this is this blows my mind. Alcohol might blows my mind. mind. (laughs) It it blew his mind too. Alcohol might have played a a role in in this uh, mishap. Like that guy who was in Florida uh, at a. Uh, restaurant that have a porch, uh, a deck outside. Mm-hmm. Patio. Uh, a patio, that's it. Uh, w- next to the lagoon, and a big sign said, "Don't swim in the lagoon because there's alligators." <laughs> Is he the, he's the, the one with the, the internet one video? He's like, "Fuck alligators!" And yeah, then he gets in, and he get in, and within a minute, he's hit by an alligator. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So you go to that funeral. Super bad for people like that. <laughs> I mean, I guess. It's like Louis C.K. I look for the positive. I choose to feel good for the alligators. Louis C.K. said that. On the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I could just cross my arms and be like, that's Darwinism. Fuck these people. Well, Norm MacDonald had that great bit on The Daily Show when he talked about uh, the, the, cro- the guy, uh, Steve Irwin, the mm. Mm. crocodile hunter. I liked him. That one was kind of sad. Yeah, but... But he just was contributing constantly. I know, but just the idea, like, oh, what a tragedy and surprise that the crocodile hunter was died, you know, in the yeah. wild, and then it's a really hilarious bit. And he said, like, and and inappropriate, but uh, he said the worst part is for the alligators or the crocodiles, who just like had their chance, you know, and they <laughs> never did, not, did it. never never got it. Oh, right, because yeah, a, sting, yeah. a manta ray or a stingray, yeah, 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 stingray. Yeah. Did stingray. Did I hear correctly that even as he was stabbed in the chest by the stingray tail, he was trying to care for the stingray? And I don't remember. I, d- I did read up on that because I, I quite enjoyed him, but I don't remember the details of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need some happier news. I tell you something. <laughs> my goodness. Happier. Uh, this, did you guys see the picture of that homeless Filipino boy? In the Philippines? Sounds hilarious. Nine no, it sounds happier. No, it is happy. This nine-year-old boy, uh, very poverty, homeless. There was a picture somebody posted online. She took a picture of this boy doing his homework at night by the light of a McDonald's uh, restaurant because <laughs> he's homeless. He don't have electricity. And he's sitting outside the McDonald's doing his homework. Well, it went viral, and now he have. Uh, cash sent to him and school supplies and a college uh, scholarship and all the McNuggets he can eat. <laughs> <laughs> he lives. At the Die of a heart attack now. within five years. That's a happy ending <laughs> for that. <laughs> Ugh, that was the worst part of Fed Up is how how young these kids are getting dying. and getting sucked into the McDonald's. Well, you see this like thirteen year old girl and she's like, oh, I'm two hundred fifty pounds, and you see her like she works out all the time. She swims. She does all these exercises and she's like I don't understand why I'm not losing weight and you're like are you not watching the documentary that you're in yeah I'm like (laughs) for real though no I don't know Um, how could she but it was just really sad and it was like this 13 year old boy was like almost 400 pounds he had to get gastric bypass oh Oh, the 13 year old girl like her her doctor was like oh join Weight Watchers like do this do this and then she'd be like they wouldn't let me join Weight Watchers because I'm too young (gasps) it was oh so sad the doctor didn't know enough to have her cut out sugar I guess not. The parents don't know enough? Everybody's so fucking ignorant. Every, no, yeah. They, Lone they, wolf. They're ignorant. <laughs> I hate all of you. People about sugar. Well, because they buy things, they'll buy like, you know, like the low fat stuff and they'll think that that's going to change. I it, got, I remember getting really pissed when it, the first time I started to, to be active, proactive about cutting out sugar, I was buying all these like Trader Joe's organic um, uh, uh, granola 
stuff. I was yeah. like, oh, this is super healthy, and the box looks healthy, and it's green, and it was loaded with sugar. And yeah. I had to have somebody else. I never would have known because I didn't. I I hadn't attuned my taste buds to, to eliminating sugar, so yeah, it just right. tasted normal you to get, me. And somebody had to point it out to me. And I got really pissed. Addicted to it, the studies have shown. Right. It's hard to cut it out, and yeah. especially if you have started as a little kid, mm-hmm. it it uh, make me so sad when I see kids in in my neighborhood walking around with these uh, sake bottles of uh, blue liquid, you right. know, grape drink, yeah. grape drink, raspberry. I see people go through the grocery line with just junk food, junk food, mm-hmm. soda when, pop. Uh, they. Because I'm a waitress, when mm-hmm. um, when uh, parents let their kids order Coke and stuff like that, I always oh. get really bummed out. I never want to. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm, yeah. When the parent orders, she's like, "Would you like to think twice about that?" Yeah, like, uh, do I have to get your kid? <laughs> have you seen what's it called? Like juice is just the same, though. I mean, yeah, like juice is very sugary. Is the same. When um, I was, oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see what the cut? guest? Yeah, it was yeah. When I you was say a, it. When I was a lad, I ate four dozen eggs every morning to help me get large. That's so many eggs, Gaston, every day. And then do you see what Tyson have to eat? Gaston. Gastoff. <laughs> oh, that poor 21-year-old idiot. Poor guy. Mm. You know what time I, I, what I normally Ooh. do? But it's your show. No, do it to it, Marty. Are we going to dip our hands into the mail We're sack? We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Uh, yeah, that was great. Okay. <laughs> we have a little bit of mail. Um. <laughs> oh, you know something? This one I did not do. I'm going to... Drake? Drake Bailey, thank you for writing in, but I'm going to save this one for next week because Wh- I... Why not? Well, did you see what it... I forgot to check out what it is. Okay, well, we have it queued up. We can oh, you do? Okay. Go for it. Drake Bailey, right? Oh, should I one say... One man. I say what it is first. Sure. I'm so sorry. Like read the email. I know. I read. <laughs> I blew this one right out of the water. <laughs> Greetings, Murps. So I work at a video game and hobby store. I was recently added as an admin on a Facebook page. I'm not used to Facebook. I don't have one personally. I made up one under the name Scott Summers, like Cyclops, but just Scott with one T. It kind of became <laughs> an inside <laughs> joke at my work. Anyways, I was told I could do little skits, so I made this fake trailer on my phone and called it The Search. It's really simple, but I wanted to see if you like it. Here is the link. Ready, go. One man. We don't have the rights to that song. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we can't play that song. Begins a journey for the ultimate bargain. There's this place where you can get games, CDs, DVDs, and comics, all for great prices. told you before, Scott, a place like that doesn't exist. Why don't we just go to the GameStop? So, you just wanted a free commercial. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Is that what... It's still going. Did you say the GameStop? What? Who even says it like that? I mean, really, like... this episode brought to you by the GameStop. GameSpot. GameStop. GameSpot. What was the button? What did you say at the end? Oh, I just talked over it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, Drake. All right. Sorry, Drake. Congratulations, Drake. 
That's fun. Your you're, first you're, foray keep, yeah, into keep, filmmaking. Yeah, keep little, working little on sandbox. trailers. Keep doing. Have you guys That's seen great. your plan? Uh, what What's that movie that was all shot on an iPhone? Um, Tangerine. Tangerine. Did you, anyone see Featuring, it? Featuring uh, Dave Made a Maze's very own Scott Krinsky. Mm. Did anyone see it? I did not see no. it. I hear it's very good. I heard it's good. I read a quote from their director saying that something about how money is the hardest thing about indie independent filmmaking. I was just reading finding money. Yeah, to pay for it. I just wrote. I read like something on um, IndieWire or something like that. And it was like twenty three quotes from independent directors about what's the hardest thing about doing what they do. And that one, the guy who did Tangerine said money. Mm-hmm. What he had an iPhone. Shot his hey, movie. He didn't, he didn't spend shit. Yeah, it's playing at the arc light. Yeah, I was jumping to conclusions, um, and I don't feel bad about it. There you go. Uh-oh. There you go. That's that's a soundbite that We're you can We're all be being held lot. accountable now. Oh, wow, <laughs> you have officially put yourself on notice. There you go. Uh, check myself. Did you? Yeah. That's right. Uh, Chris Miller, I told you, have written in a nice email to the mail sack, uh, saying that he misses Steven Kruger and his ball talk. Who? <laughs> you got me, Marty. Uh, <laughs> he hung around uh, Comic-Con, and he, at the end he passed one of his heroes, Grant Morrison. Ooh, I still can't street. get into Grant Morrison. Really? I read a ton of... Um, I gave you... Yeah, I lent you a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. and I just read a bunch of Doom Patrol, uh, and there was only one story that really got, got through to me. Did you read Animal Man? No, I haven't tried that yet. I'm willing to try because I, I recognize the intelligence and the lyricism, yeah, yeah. but I've, I have read maybe 15 to 20 books by Grant Morrison and not enjoyed any of them. Mm. Although the last, the last Doom Patrol story was hilarious. It involved a, a monkey, a, a gorilla you had character. Me a you had a gorilla character and like a, a disattached brain. It was, it was great. Uh, Chris was so awestruck he couldn't say anything. He just gawked at him. And his wife, like a moron. <laughs> I'm sure he's used to that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And he says, uh, Marty, I got to play the Star Wars game you were excited for. It's visually stunning and gives the player a sense of truly being on Tatooine. Hmm. <laughs> the controls are simple. And was that supposed to be the cantina music? Oh, they're really bad. <laughs> it wasn't even close. And that wasn't on Tatooine, version. was it? Uh, no, it was. It was in the, uh, it was in the, the uh, oh. Mos Eisley cantina. Oh. It's a stripper version. Anyway, That's a stripper. I would pay to see some greenery. You have to have you metal it. And finally, David Castro... Um, good morning, Murps. We know that you guys have artistic talents, but do you have any technical talents? Nope. Uh, not one. Well, nope, not yes, Giselle, sewing buttons counts. Well, okay, I like to sew uh, clothing. Um, in fact, do you like this little blouse what I'm wearing? I do. I got it at the Goodwill, and I Wait, altered it. Oh. It had big, long, flappy, flappy sleeves, and so I took the sleeve up. I wish I had skills like that. So uh, those are my technical skills I have so I can do sewing. That's what I can do. And buttons, of course. I can change a tire, uh, swap out a battery, car battery. Good. That's about it. How about the batteries from your remote control? I don't even have a remote control anymore. Can you change a light bulb? Can do. On your way. I don't think that counts. There's a meetup for it. (laughs) (laughs) How many meetups do you (laughs) take? What about you, Cassandra? (laughs) I'm I'm pretty good at fixing stuff. 
Um, I kind of I take I take the man of the house role in my apartment with my two female roommates. So uh, once shit breaks, I have to fix it. Like um, after you guys have a raucous pillow fight and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we're done, when we're done doing all the, all the <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> yeah, when we're Your done being so, so slutty, we uh, I usually will I'll usually <laughs> dance around for each other. Like, yeah. God smacks, <laughs> creep or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Acoustic version. Yeah. Do you guys like my new underwear? <laughs> That's the conversation I had this morning when what, I woke up. What is the? Is there made up when of that? When we woke up in the same bed. <laughs> <laughs> Whose hand is that? Who cares? It's fun. I, I, I'd meet up with those guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after we're done doing all that stuff. What's the most I, in, uh, technical thing that you've had to fix in your house? Um, I um, I had to be the one. Oh, well, I had to build everybody's website. That was te- oh, that's wow. pretty technical. Very. Well, I mean, I can't it's, do that. it's not like insanely like amazing. I just know how to make a WordPress website look like whatever. Check Still, out my website. That's a, um, a skill set I'd gladly take. And uh, and I'm the one who has to like get the when we hook up the laptop to the TV and do the Netflix and stuff. Like oh. I have to be the one to do it. Everyone else just sits like I don't know how to do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> get Cassandra. <laughs> Marty, how about you? If the you bought new curtains. You work for g- g- Giggles. If, if the apocalypse came, I would be the first to be eaten. They'll be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. who, who needs technical writing? Get, get the hairless one. <laughs> You've been hired by Silicon Valley. Yeah. That requires a skill set. Yeah, but it's not like... It, it requires a... I'm not going to get hired by Silicon Valley. It requires a skill set that, that we don't possess. Uh, you could be hired by Hidden Valley. The ranch? Yes. The ranch dressing? Yes. Yaver and ranch dressing. <laughs> new cocktail. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you know, if you use a whisk and you put Yaver and hidden ranch dressing, you know what I bet it would look like? Foam. Grimace vomit. Foam. Oh, we could have a foamy. we could have a foam party. Yeah, we could have a sponsored by Yaver and, and Hidden, <laughs> Hidden Valley. That's Cassandra has an every Friday night at her place. Yeah, yeah. I was lying about the foam party thing. We do have foam parties <laughs> <laughs> constantly. Just check it out on meetup.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we also do cam shows. Now you, <laughs> Bill, you have. Uh, I mean, you could say that that. Uh, that playing music is, is, I mean, it's definitely artistic, but there's also something very technical about it. And that's something that always impresses me when I see you talk with other musicians because you're talking about things that are, you're speaking in a language that is very technical and, and you guys all understand each other. I appreciate that. And I, f- I, forget, I forget that I play, frankly. Um, and I haven't played in a really long time. Um, but uh, Better play like a fucking genius tomorrow. I was working out last night. I'll, I'll get there. Um, but I... I do, I do have limitations in that too because I can't sight read, I can't read music, I play by ear, I don't know scales. So a lot of times, you know, I, like if you like get a bass player who's spitting vinegar, that's me. If you get a guy in studio because we have two hours to lay down tracks, here hand out the sheet music. I'm like, I'll I'll refer you to somebody who can do that because it's uh, not me. Clint uh, had no problem with you. Who's Clint? Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah. That was fun. Who's Clint? But yeah. I, t- I spent a lot. I, sp- I was up late the night before translating the sheet music online into something I could understand and play. Um, and then when they said, okay, we're starting at bar 16, and the cameras started rolling, I completely freaked out because I didn't know what the hell that meant. What if I you mean, I got there. But what if you see him on the street and he say, hey, Bill, how are you doing? And you would say, and you are. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd say, Clint. Ah, uh, Clint. 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 Mm. Uh, anyhow. 
Did you see that guy who got to play drums with Dave Grohl? On his his birthday. It was like his 18th birthday. Was he any good? Yeah. Yeah, he was okay. They they had him play the simplest song. Right. You guys ever used to see the figs when they were on tour? Mm -mm. They'd bring somebody up to... They were a great three-piece. And they'd they'd backed uh, Tommy Stinson on a couple tours. And they'd do a bit where somebody would come up and play. They could swap instruments and stuff like that. They were really talented. And someone would come up and uh, play. uh, uh, The discussion thread from the Dave Grohl... A video of the kid playing the drums had a lot of people s- chiming in with other musicians and bands who regularly mm. bring people up. I think that's so cool. It's really cool. I saw him at the grog shop, the figs at the grog shop, and the kid tried really hard. And uh, at the end of the song, the singer goes, I sure hope you eat pussy better than you play drums, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. There was so who, <laughs> so who well, you know, he was worried about his survival skills. You know, so you needed to have a good He was looking skill. out for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you like to go on stage and uh, perform with if you had well, there anybody? Well, there was the Who, you know, in, in the, at the Cow Palace where Keith Moon Jesus. was so drunk he passed out in the middle of a song or like in between songs. And so they had to get a guy from the audience to finish the show. Oh, that's everything t- that guy's ever dreamed wow. of came yeah. true that night. I mean, it was, and he stepped up and he was adequate and it, like... Just, wow. just that he was able wow. to do that just made the show must it must have been amazing for everybody there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, who who would you go to perform St- with? Steel Panther. Oh. <laughs> what song? Whatever song they wanted. What would you do? Sing or play an instrument? Uh, I would sing. No, I I don't know. But Steel Panther, they they have invite people from the audience to have guitar offs with them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they they posted some videos, and some are better than others. <laughs> Um, I'd like to be one of Beyonce's backup dancers. <gasps> do you do you That's do you cool. sing and dance? Uh, yeah, I did show choir in high school. And uh, three, two, one. If you like it, then you should put the ring on. Yeah. It. If you like it, then you put the hit the ring on. Like it. I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd want to sing any Beyonce songs. Um, but I definitely would like to be did, one of her. Did you learn that dance? Uh, oh, the single ladies one. Yeah. No, I didn't. I never learned that one. Um. I haven't really learned. I'm not a great dancer. It doesn't it, matter. It doesn't in matter. My, in my brain, though, if I was a good dancer, or I would feel like a good dancer if I was back behind her, I'd feel sassy as shit. That you would be very sassy. <laughs> yeah. In your short shorts. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Um, it's a good question, because a lot of the bands that I love are sort of outside my skill set. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'd always hoped, when, when I toured with one of the guys from the Pogues, I'd always hoped word would get around that I was a good bass player in case the Pogues reunited and went on tour, which they did with somebody else on bass. Mm. Um, that would have been fun. I already know all the songs. Uh, something something driving, like the Dolls or something. Don't the New York Dolls play with a new bass player now? Oh, I don't know. Something I like mean, that. Something just grooving. Would you just like to grooving. do a duet with Stevie Nicks, Leather and Lace, Lace and Leather? What? Give I don't to have me, a strong voice. Give to me your leather. I was picturing more playing bass because I don't have a strong oh. voice. Okay. Mm. But if we're going fantasy land. Yeah. Um, Anthony would want to perform with Marcel Marceau. <laughs> 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 He's killing it right now. Oh, oh my God. If you guys could be here. Yeah. <laughs> Our tech guy is doing mime right now. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a, you've had mime training, right? you guys don't know what his response was you'll never know (laughs) he nodded (laughs) I would like to perform with um, 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 uh, 
don't. I think I would like to be a backup dancer too. It just seems like a fun job. Yeah, to bounce. And I'm not a dancer. Yeah, I would totally be right shock. Right, sh- <laughs> right shark. <laughs> wasn't left shark the popular? Uh, one? I'd be left shark. Yeah, Whichever left shark. one no, was you would just be the other one. Yeah, okay, Why cool. was one of those sharks popular? More popular than the other? Because he just screwed up the yeah, choreography. <laughs> but he kept his enthusiasm. He just did his own <laughs> thing. He totally left the choreography. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a hype man for anyone. That's you know. Hype man seems like a fun thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine. You know, you see sometimes like at like Glastonbury, they'll they'll move the camera behind the band, and you see the the just the acres and acres of people. Like, have, what's the biggest crowd that you've played in front of? Um, probably opening for the Strokes um, at the Agora in Cleveland. And I don't know. I don't know if they're fifteen hundred, two thousand. Wow. That was that freaky. Uh, uh, you would think so. Um, and I don't know if this is. Because I was good at the bass, um, because I loved it, or because I'd been performing for years. But I find I've I've played venues where literally the sound guy was the only one there, and I actually find that a lot harder than to step out in front of two thousand people, because it's so do or die. It's such there's so much energy that it's just like, well, here we fucking go. Like, what, do you, what I'm, what am I going to do? Go out there and not play, or I feel go like out there and not? Comedy is very similar to that. Oh, Have it's you so fun done being funny and comedy for just one person in the audience. Uh, not not stand up, but I've done improv before with for one person. Oh, always easier with a bigger crowd. Yeah, you just because you can feed off that energy. Yeah, you have to get the energy. It can just yeah. become a white noise, or they sort of all just become one thing. Stand up. I haven't done stand up in front of really really small crowds. Well, I've smaller crowds, but like not like a really one person crowd. But I've seen it done that way, and that's that's almost kind of more fun because you just talk to that person, <laughs> and you just make that person, and maybe like you know the other comics in the back laugh, and then right. that's you know that seems a little bit easier. I was really nervous before, but as soon as you step out, it's like there's you don't really have a choice. Like yeah. it's all you're you're. I mean, you don't have a choice otherwise, but you're a lot less self conscious in front of that many people. And I that was probably the best show I've ever played. And wow. I did I did stuff I'd never done before. Uh, I just really cut loose. I was so it was banging the, banging the bass off the the stage floor and everything, and like just going nuts in a really fun way. Is that mm-hmm. a rock and roll thing? Uh, I I we were playing in an open tuning, so I could hold my hand on a chord, and we it was it was just a din 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 din, and for the din din, I just pounded it off the bam bam off the floor, oh. and it played it played the chord, and it rang out, and I'd never tried that before, and it worked. Wow, and it was fun. It's fun as hell. We got loaded. The Strokes got loaded. They they were like on the side of the stage watching I could really see fun. you on a porch somewhere playing with other people you know those people who play on porches banjo porches. so you think I'm like 80, 80 years old is what you're saying <laughs> no you would be the young whippersnapper who go out and uh, enjoy the uh, folk music I do I like to play the banjo you play that too I do you've seen him play the banjo when oh did yeah I, when did I see it in one of your guys Short films. Films. Where he played Death. <gasps> yes, that was you. That was me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my mind is blown. <laughs> well, I was in a cowl the whole time, so no, you couldn't I've see me. Did you not I learn anything you. from Gaston? I totally, I totally did not remember that I had met you back mm-hmm. then. Years and years ago, I was helping to Marty to make a show, a short film, mm-hmm. and one of the actors in the short film was Bill, and now I totally remember he played Death, and he had the big hood mm-hmm. and the robe. And he sat at the bar looking very hoody and roby. 
I think that's on my YouTube channel if yeah. anybody wants to watch. That was fun. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, well that we're getting close to the end of the show, so we have plug plug time now. So when is your where, what is your I have a meeting at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just gotta wrap up real quick here. What is your plug channel, your YouTube channel name? Tell everybody. Marty you. With <laughs> such enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. My, my, do a Meisner exercise off that tone of voice. I don't think that you like your YouTube channel very much. You don't know. I think I do know. <laughs> All right. Well, see how this Meisner thing works. Now somebody yeah. had to get Julianne Moore on us. Yeah. And pretend to cry. Yeah, because she can't actually cry. She has I'm going to look ducks. into this. I'm going to start watching Julianne Moore movies much more closely. Yeah. Tell me what you find. She more, won an Oscar. Movies? She won an Oscar. For what? Phil Ellis, didn't she? For not crying. Oh, yeah. Okay. She forgot to cry. Yeah, she had Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, she just forgot how. And uh, I bought it. Are you doing? Are we do still doing plugs? Yeah, we yeah. do plugs. So yeah, join me at my meeting uh, at eleven. <laughs> it's a strategic thing. We're trying to work out where the direction of the department. Die. <laughs> That's great great plug <laughs> you're Cassandra welcome. you're welcome um, I will be in a, a musical on Sunday uh, at the Lyric and Hyperion Theater in Los Feliz oh, nice. at 7pm um, what's it called it's called Brandana Summer Lives Life um, it's uh, my friend who does a he has a drag queen character and uh, based on Donna Summer no, oh. just just who you know. They always have cute sure. little names like that. Um, and uh, and then on August second, I'm performing stand up at Flappers in Burbank. August second. August second. Oh yeah. What time? Nine. P.M. P.M. Oh, maybe I come see that. What is the show? I don't. I don't. I just got put on it yesterday. My my friend is the one who has the stage time, and she wants to do a two woman thing with me. So we're gonna oh, nice. just we're just gonna try to do something. And is see it a clean show no so a lot of taint talk a lot of taint talk taint uh, talk and I'll be, uh i'll be there confessionals on my slutty pillow fights that sounds cool so that's august 2nd that's august 2nd at flappers comedy club in flappers. burbank and flappers. uh and then and yeah just always 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 go look at my website which is cassandracardinas.com Oh, Cardenas. Yes. With an A. Or not with, with an, an A. Yes. 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 But I thought it was pronounced Cardenas. Oh, uh, you know, tomato, tomato. It's all the same last name. I don't even, I can't, like, because I don't have a good Spanish accent. I don't like to even try to say my name. Cardenas. Cardenas. <laughs> Cardenas. Cardenas. Yeah. It have an N-Y? No. It does no now. Cardenas. <laughs> yeah. It does now. <laughs> cool. Yep. Bill. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, yeah, go see Jenny's Wedding when it uh, premieres at the end of July, I believe. It, well, it premiered, the world premiere was Friday night uh, for Outfest. It is Catherine Heigl's uh, lesbian marriage uh, dramedy that was filmed entirely in Cleveland. I'm in three scenes. Mm. Hey, uh, cool. I think they cut out every single line of dialogue I had, but I'm still in the three scenes. Uh, and there's wonderful shots of Cleveland, and uh, Tom Wilkinson is incredible, and the actress who plays wonderful her mother, I Wonderful shots of Cleveland. That's the only time you'll ever heard that. It made me very homesick. Mm. Uh, um, was the movie good? It was, it, it was solid. It was an interesting mix of an indie movie that sort of had the, the beats and tone of a much more crowd-pleasing um, mm. you know, uh, standard film. So it didn't have that, like, it had moments of indie, mo- indie movie quirkiness, but it wasn't like consistent, quite consistent enough. But, mm. but I, it, 
I saw it in a predominantly lesbian audience who were very appreciative and who were vocal in the Q&A about thanking the writer-director for um, capturing what it felt like to come out as an adult. So obviously there's the things I have can't relate to on any level. Um, but I could relate to how uh, great it was to be in Cleveland again through the magic of film. And they, did, it, they, they don't just use Cleveland. I mean, they actually use Cleveland as a setting. They talk about it. There's specific references to locations and they didn't just sort of film it in anywhere USA. They actually made a point of it being a film that is in Cleveland, which I appreciate when they do with any city because it's, it's more than just sort of this generic experience. Yeah. It's very localized. Cool. But, uh, yeah, go see it. And I'll make uh, $30 in residual checks by the time I'm 60. Storytelling. Don't, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be doing some live storytelling on Friday, July 24 in uh, North Hollywood at the Art Parlor. Uh, but also, I have just posted a new video of my latest story. I also just tweeted it out. And um, uh, that one you can find at the website thegiselleshow.com. And that's Giselle with one L. G-I-S-E-L-E. <laughs> I have to think about it every time <laughs> I say it. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for taking the reins this week. How, how was it? It was pretty scary. Mm. I don't know. Were people nice to you? Very nice. Uh, Cassandra was very nice. Bill was very nice. Marty come by. He was very nice. Mm. <laughs> Bruno was not Bruno very was nice. not having it at Bruno all. He wasn't very nice. Yeah. But he get a pass because he's a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Anthony, for handling the technical things. Oh, he just did some weird mime check. It was amazing, guys. He did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's uh, you have your hands full. I'm surrounded. I've got an iPad and a computer and my notes and, and my you didn't even get to your. I did not even get to my vegetarian chili. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I should give the sound guy another twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get that? I don't remember that That's one. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I should give the sound guy some money. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think I would like to be the host. It's too much pressure. All it's right. better for you. Well, it's weird. I hosted once uh, when it was just Emily and I way back in the North Hollywood days. And when you're hosting and as soon as there's dead air, you're like, uh, and then we should keep talking about something. Yeah. When you're not hosting and there's dead air, you're like, eh, Marty yeah, will you come up with something. I was looking Start at you guys the whole time and you right. guys are so like, yep, relaxed. And not my just, problem. You're just <laughs> looking at me and I'm, oh no, I have nothing. <laughs> uh, make sure. We should have just let it be dead air for a while until Marty That's came out and wondered have, what happened. When, when you start to get a... <laughs> When the the pause, when the gaps get a little wider, then you're like, "Hey, mail sack!" And so everybody send some email to the mail sack. That's <laughs> noonerpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's a good one. And finally, uh, one bit of good news: uh, an abandoned, a decommissioned golf course near Kyoto, Japan, oh. is going to be transformed into a solar farm. Ooh! Mm. Uh, they build in Japan all these golf courses during the heady days of the economic boom and they all have to be abandoned now they're making a solar farm when it's up and running is going to produce enough electricity annually to uh, power 8000 homes mm. so that's something to think about for all of our uh, some of our land here too so we start to transition away from fossil fuels. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> exciting stuff!
<laughs> oh, you leave one more. Yeah, wow. That's a, that's a great thought to end on. Oh, <laughs> hosting is hard, everybody. It's really hard. Everyone tweet in about how she's trying to kill the coal industry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, like do you, why do you hate America? Why do you hate us? <laughs> and... I, oh, so wait. Now I say, say, say goodbye? Oh, I say the ending. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it right now? Yeah, yeah you, you get to do it. Everybody, this was really fun. We'll see you next week. No, no. See you oh. next Tuesday. Oh, see you next... <laughs> oh, no. Wait, wait, This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.